Man, what a journey you're on. I hope you are documenting this in every way and form. I am, and if I'm not, my friends sure are. I'm getting tagged left and right everywhere. I'm getting bombarded with messages. So yeah, it's a, definitely a journey. <laughs> now, you being on the, on this particular journey, I mean, it's you know, it's it's all happening now because you're visually there. One of my favorite things to do is that after you guys have been on the Voice, is I'll go back, I'll repost the conversations, not once but several times, because I I believe so much in you that every day someone is discovering you. Oh my God! Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> now we we've got something in common: weddings. I'm a wedding DJ. We, we boy, we've got something in common. Yes, I love weddings. Me too. I love love. I'm such a hopeless romantic, even though I'm kind of like a stone cold killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't it fun to watch the dancing and the the collaboration of thoughts from all family members from any any corner of this nation? It's it's just that everybody's coming together for this this moment, and you're part of it. Yeah, I mean, I look at it as I'm hosting the party, so I got to make sure everybody's having fun. And um, I try to take all the song requests that I'm allowed to <laughs> and uh, and just watch people have fun. It's so fun. I love it. I love fun. I love partying. I mean, that's why I picked here for the party. So, <laughs> yeah, d- Doesn't it prepare you, though, for your live stages as a musician? Because, I mean, you've got to have that one-on-one connection because you're so close to a wedding party and their family that when you hit that live stage, is there really a difference? <laughs> You know, um, I think for me, weddings are more stressful than yes. being on stage. <laughs> I, you know, you're under a microscope making sure that the bride and the groom are happy. And, you know, the mother-in-law, of course, <laughs> there's always one that's a little bridezilla-y. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I think hitting that stage is really different for me because I'm obsessed with performing. I'm obsessed with interacting with the crowds. Yep. I'm not so much obsessed with wedding DJing, but I do have fun at both. (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm so obsessed with being with people that I actually took on a job at a grocery store during the lockdown. And when I got there, I went, oh, my God, I never want to leave this because you guys are real. You you guys have stories. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes. And people don't care what they wear. They just come in there. You go, all right. Hey, what's up? Yes, sometimes in pajamas if you're, <laughs> if you're in Oregon. <laughs> we we live in such a stage of music that, that, that it seems to be everywhere. How are you finding your place to plant that musical seed? Because you could be on TikTok, you could be on, on iHeartRadio, or you could be on YouTube. I mean, th- there are so many different places. Do you spend 90% of your time posting? Um, You know, my... I don't really have a lane currently, you know, so I'm kind of building my own. I mean, Hardy's the closest thing to rock country genre. So I would say TikTok is kind of building that for me, but I haven't released any of my own um, originals yet. I I had released some with Lace and Thorn, but um, Medicine Man is where I realized that I needed to go solo. So I went recorded an EP and then the voice called me so I'm like well I'm gonna wait till after <laughs> getting getting that phone call my god I mean I mean I, I was up to replace Casey Kasem on American Top 40 when I got that phone call I I'll, I didn't know what to say so for you to get the phone call that you're going to NBC's The Voice what was that like I thought it was a prank yes I yep. thought one yep. of my friends were calling me because they knew that I had auditioned and everything and then 
um, when I got the call, um, and he was like, no, this is, this is real. I was just so shook. And, um, after I got off the phone, I ran into the backyard where my boyfriend was burning scraps and stuff. And, um, I, I just was crying and I was like, I made it. I finally freaking made it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that you said running in the backyard where he was burning scrap. Okay. I'm, I'm in the South. I mean, and I have a forest that I live inside. I, you, you live in a forest as well then? We no, not necessarily a forest, but we're very, um, we're right on the edge of farmland. Yeah. So we're in, we're in burning territory, but yeah, we're, we're right in between North Plains and Mountaindale where it's, it's definitely farmland and, and forest area. Yes. <laughs> when you talk of the farmland like that, suddenly you throw me back up into growing up in the state of Montana. I would go out into the fields where the cattle were because we'd go out there and, and I'd stand on those haystacks and I pretended I was in concert with 500,000 people per, you know watching me perform. Do you ever do that? Just go out there and just play your guitar? You know, um, I don't play guitar because I prefer to have nails. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I do go out to the fields and I do sing in the fields and I do have a couple TikTok videos of me doing that. So yeah, I just love being in the open outdoors. I mean, we have a lot of rainy days here in Oregon, so um, it's not very often that I do, and I have really bad allergies. Yep. But when I do, I. I, t- I really soak it in because it's so much field, like not a tree. And usually there's so many trees inside, not a tree when you're in these fields. So it's just so beautiful, endless, endless greenery. Well, the two of us with, with, with the allergies and uh, we both rely on our voices. How do you deal with that? Because I'm surrounded by warm water, hot water. I try to stay away from teas because it dries the vocals. How are you keeping your voice so in tune and healthy? So I do ginger tea, which actually uh, with honey. So that helps with my singing. I also have a humidifier going at Mm -hmm. all times. Um, I use Flonase instead of um, like a drying allergy medicine. So um, for me, those things have helped a lot. And I just exercise my voice every day. Um, for a half hour and how that's how I keep it strong and you you can't go to any concerts or sporting events can you because I mean that'll destroy your vocal cords in a heartbeat you know I I do because I sing the anthems at them okay. but I just make sure that I'm not screaming that's you know it. I I kind of do like a silent scream I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got to tell you how full circle this moment is to be with you. Um, I've been with these people before they became people. Kelsey Ballerina, Dan and Shay came into my studio as total nobodies and Martina McBride. And and, and here they became somebody and you've been with them. That's I was like, wait, I've sang the anthem for all three of those people. (laughs) So I think that's such a full circle thing, because I'm sure if I go back there and listen to the conversations, I'm going to say, how are you going to affect the future people that are going to be jumping into music? And here you are. I just love the position that I'm in right now. I have worked very hard. I've built this brand around, you know, kind of being a lion, kind of being a fighter. And I'm here to stay, whether people like it or not. And I hope they do like it because I'd like them to like it. But whether they do or not, I'm staying. I'm not leaving this stage and I'm not leaving this 
music industry. <laughs> that takes courage and confidence. Where do you find that? I'm a daily writer. So where do you, where do you find that courage and confidence where you've got to ask yourself questions and question answers? My family, yes. they believe in me a lot. And when I hear my daughter singing my songs and really just enjoying them, and when my boyfriend's kicking me out the door to go, <laughs> you know, perform and get a gig, you know, that's that's all the support I need really. And my stepdaughter's the same way. I mean, she's screaming those songs. She is singing with her whole heart and soul. I think more more so than my daughter. So it's just crazy. <laughs> when you talk about your boyfriend and, and do you have those moments where you know you've got a performance coming up and all you need is just that look from the boyfriend or the spouse and, and that, that's going to give you the energy to get off the sofa and, and get into performance mode? You know, the only time he doesn't give me that look is when it's hunting season. He's oh. like, why did you book this? <laughs> Oh, my God. We got to meet in Montana sometime. <laughs> oh, that is so fantastic. Where can people go to find out more about you, give you some love? And if you've got merchandise, we got to sell that stuff, man. That's how musicians are making it these days. That's very true. Um, you know, I don't have a merch uh, site up. I, um, But, you know, if you can come to my shows, I have one in Florence, Oregon on 17th and 18th at Three Rivers Casino. And uh, if you want some merch, it'll be there. <laughs> well, I, I need you to win NBC's The Voice so you can come down here to Charlotte and we can all go out and have a great time down here. I need me to win, too, because I want to come to all the radio stations. <laughs> I actually have uh, something in the works where um, I want to say the town is Mo- Moyock, Moyock mm-hmm. um, North Carolina. They they asked uh, me to do a gig out there, so we're kind of talking about it. You you go to Moyock. you got to come. I'll meet you there. We, we just got to get together to have a face-to-face conversation. I got you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, be brilliant today, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Arrow.